Again, I'd like to welcome you. And even as we have gathered together, God is here to answer our prayers. Uh, I want you to turn your Bible. Um, I'll need uh, uh, two additional persons, uh, volunteers, to read two scriptures for us. <clears throat> I will begin. Um, the next, uh, the, the, so you first person will read uh, Matthew chapter 18 from verse 20, from verse 23 up to 25. And the second reader will read uh, from verse 26 up to verse 28, Matthew chapter 18. Now, but I'm going to read first. I'm going to read the book of Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, I'm going to read verses 12. Now, verses 12 says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, let's jump to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18, from verse 23 to 25. Therefore, is the kingdom of heaven lacking at a certain thing, which will take account of his servants. And when he has begun to recall, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand pounds. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that he had, and payments to be made. Verse 26. The servant yeah, death. Thank you. Up to verse 25. Yeah, thank you. And then the second uh, volunteer can take from 26 to 28. Verse 26. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. Hmm. He took him by the throat and said, Pay me what you owe. We'll pause here for now. Now, if you go back to that uh, book of um, Matthew, chapter 6, verses 12, he said, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This morning, we are looking at the forgiving Christian. That is Christian that forgives. Why? Why would God be giving us that kind of title? That means there are Christians that don't forgive. Even though they are Christians, but they do not forgive. So the forgiving Christian. Now, um, if you look at that scripture, it says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, if you look at the other scripture that we read, it tells us the story of a king who um, you know, he had a lot of servants with him. And the servant, one of them that was holding the master, he was holding him money. He was holding him a lot of things. And so when, when, he, the, when he was reckoning, that means he was taking stock. He was doing an inventory of his business. And he found out that, ah, so one of these servants is still holding me 10,000 talent in verse 24 of Matthew 18. And so, he was going to well, lock him up, discipline him until he's ready to pay. Um, but then the servant knelt down and asked for mercy. 
and the master said, okay, you can go. But then the same mat, the same servant who had received forgiveness for 10,000 ta 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 talent. Now, the same servant has somebody who offended him, who owe him. The money is not even up to 10,000. So that means the amount of debt he was forgiven wasn't up to the one that he refuses to forgive others. And so the Lord brought this parable again to us as Christians. Why? Why do we have this parable in the Bible? It teaches us about forgiveness. It tells us that that is the typical life of human being. Human being, God has shown us so much mercy. But yeah, when it comes to order, we give reasons. We give excuses why we can't forgive. Whereas it was our very sin that took Jesus Christ to the cross. So you may ask, now, what is forgiveness? Uh, forgiveness, of course, is simply letting go of people's error, letting go of people's mistake, letting go of the past, letting go of the heart, people's mistake, people's error, uh, people's shortcoming, letting it go. Now, why? one of the reasons, one of the things we need to understand about forgiveness if you turn your Bible with me to Luke chapter 17, we're looking at the forgiving Christian. There are Christians that don't forgive. It might surprise you to know that there are believers who says they are going to heaven, but yet they don't practice forgiveness. They don't forgive. They may say they are forgiven, but we will also see, as time goes on, we will see evidence or proof of forgiveness, but not this morning. Now, in, in the book of Luke 17, I read verse 1. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible, but that offenses will come. It is impossible that offenses will come, whether among uh, couples, husband and wife, among children, among neighbors, among brethren, for as long as we are in the flesh, for as long as we are in this physical world, it is impossible for offenses not to come. In our boy says that, in our boy, there's a caution that the offenses should not come from you. He said, woe, another word for woe is shame. He said, but woe unto him through whom they come. So that means it should not come from me. Offenses should not come from you. However, Jesus Christ said it is impossible, very, very impossible offense. So that's one fundamental truth we must understand as the Lord give us direction for this new series is that we must understand that people are fallible. People, you know, people can be, people can be here today, tomorrow they are here. People can have different, you know, things in their life going on. And people do things, some they do it intentionally, some they do it, you know, maybe because of mistake or out of ignorance. But whatever reasons anybody may have for doing something that have offended you or that have wronged you in the past, now, you need to forgive. You have to be that forgiving Christian. So the forgiving Christian now in this constant is the one who knows that, yes, it is impossible for offenses to come and is ready to forgive when offenses arrive. The forgiving Christian, again, I said, is the one who knows that it is impossible for offenses not to come for as long as you are still breathing, for as long as we are still in this flesh and blood. It is impossible. The forgiving Christian knows 
that yet is impossible and is willing to forgive when offenses come. That is the forgiving Christian. Now, brethren, we must not just be Christians by mouth, by title. Don't say you're a Christian and then you have a lot of grudges in your heart. You have a lot of people you are holding in your mind. No. Now, Jesus Christ says, while he was teaching the disciples how to pray, he talks about the need for us to pray that God will forgive. He said, and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debt of verse 12 of, Gen- of, of, of Matthew chapter 6. He says, so, so that means forgiveness is very important if we ourselves must obtain mercy and forgiveness from the law. Now, uh, there is a desire to retaliate in man. There's always a, a desire to revenge and to pay people back 50-50. You pay them back. Now, there's that desire. Even, even though I was born again, there are times you are still tempted. But ask it, it, the forgiving Christians will not retaliate. The forgiving Christian will understand that vengeance belongs to God. The forgiving Christian will know that I don't want to take uh, the law into my hand. We have seen people because they took law into their hand, they went on rampage to wreck havoc, and that havoc also took their own life or some are in jail, lifetime, and so on. Why? Because of bitterness. Maybe so somebody did something to their wife, to their children, or to themselves, or you know, these different issues all over the world. And so, because we are human, I want you to know your colleagues at work, your husband, your wife, your children, people living with you, your parents, your friends, your neighbors, brethren in the church, and those people driving on the way, even as we are going today now, as you said that for today, those of you driving or whether you are taking the bus, there must be somebody who may be trying to get into your own way because it's Russian. We must learn to forgive. We must be the forgiving Christian. The forgiving Christian is the one that will make heaven. And so what is the number one condition for forgiveness? Or the question, why must you forgive? We'll look at one. One, it is the condition for receiving forgiveness from God. If you want to be forgiven of your sin, forgive others. You must be the Christian that forgive people. If you want to receive forgiveness from God, the condition is as simple. Let go of anyone that have offended you. You might say, oh, you because you don't know what they have done. Well, that's fine, but you know, you yourself, you have done so much to God and God keeps showing you mercy. So why then do you want to, you are like one of those servants. You are like the servant, that unforgiving servant, who's the Lord has forgiven 10,000 talents. But then when you refuse to let all that go, maybe they are owing you one cent. Can you compare one cent to $10,000? No, it's not possible. So you see the magnitude of, of things that God has forgiven us is not the same, is not in comparison with what we are holding on. It's not the same with what we are holding on, saying that for this reason, this person will not be let go. So number one is that you want to receive forgiveness from God, learn to forgive others. If you don't forgive others, you don't receive forgiveness from God. And not receiving forgiveness from God, it has great implication. One of these is that the person is, is in danger of hell. The person can the person's life can be can be cut short abruptly. So would you want to because of little thing and then go to hell? That is not your portion. I want you to bow down your head this morning. Bow down your head this morning. 
we have looked at just laying an you know, foundation for this for this topic, the forgiving Christian. Now, uh, with this foundation, now you you have understand that yes, they they you know it is impossible for offenses not to come as human. But then, as it comes, we must also we must we must create room to let them go. You know, we must create room to talk about it. We must create room even to let it go. Is it that colleagues have have done something wrong to you in the past, or you think maybe a colleague is racist, whatever thing you may think in your heart? And you are holding that. No, 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 no. You better let it go so that God can forgive you. Or maybe it's your own spouse. It's your own spouse. Maybe it's your own spouse you have been holding in mind for years that maybe he or she doesn't even know you are having. You better forgive so that God can forgive your own sin. Because your own miracle that you desire from God is tied to you forgiving somebody. It's tied to you letting go of whatever wrong anybody may have done. Your neighbors will always be neighbors. Your family will always be. We are all human. So I wanted to cry to God this morning. First, appreciate him for the word that he has sent to you this morning. Thank him for the word that he has sent unto you. Give him the glory. Give him the honor. Give him the praise. Give him the adoration. This is the secret to that miracle you desire in this way. Is to search your heart. If perhaps there's someone that have offended you, this is the secret that as you go in this way, as you let go right now, you see God opening the miracles are happening. Miracle signs and wonders will begin to happen. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your next prayer point, you are going to say, Father, I thank you for showing me mercy. When I don't deserve your mercy, lift up your voices, whatever you may be, everyone this morning. Father, I thank you for showing me mercy. When I don't even desire your mercy, when I don't deserve it, you show me mercy. Lord, I thank you for showing me mercy. Lift up your voice, everyone. Make sure wherever you are, you are crying to God and you are praying this morning. Say, Father, I thank you for showing me mercy, even though when I don't deserve your mercy. Are you here this morning? You have not invited Jesus into your heart. You have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that he loves you. When you come to Jesus, he gives you the power to let go. The power to forgive others comes from Jesus. You are here this morning. Jesus bore your sins on the cross. Why do you want to carry your sins all by yourself? Why do you want to keep carrying that heavy load on your head? How long will you want to carry it? That heavy load is impeding your movement. Why not lay there down to Christ this morning? You are here, you are not born again. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, I forgive as many that have offended me. And as from today, Lord Jesus, let everything good that I have lost to the enemy due to unforgiveness be restored to me in full. Thank you, Ishan, of this for answer prayer. Father, as many that have prayed this prayer, please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now, your next prayer point, you are going to pray this morning. You are going to say, Father, you are going to say, Father, empower me to forgive others. Empower me to let go of people's mistakes, of people's errors. Go ahead and make that a prayer. I will not take revenge in my own heart. Lift up your voice, whatever you may be this morning. I say, Father, empower me to forgive others. Empower me to let go 
of people's mistakes or people's errors, go ahead and cry to God. You might say, well, the gravity of what the person did is very tough. Yeah, well, you know, there are different cases. There are different cases. But the truth remains. The truth remains is that for you to receive forgiveness from God, you need to forgive others. Say, Father, this morning I come to you, Lord Jesus. Empower me with grace from above in the name of Jesus to be able to forgive others. In the name of Jesus, those that have wronged me, make that your prayer this morning. Say, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And your second to the last prayer, you are going to be praying this morning. Sometimes you have people in your mind you don't even know until the Holy Spirit opens your eyes. You may, you may not even know. Maybe there is an event that's coming back to you. You are going to say, Father, if there are people in my heart, this morning open my eyes that I may see and help me to forgive them. Maybe you are still remembering those experiences, what they did. The picture is still coming. Evil image will be consumed by the fire of God. Evil image will be set ablaze in the name of Jesus. Maybe all of a sudden that image, what happened in the power, will just flash back. And then it makes you bitter again. Say, Father, is there anyone who has offended me? Is there anyone in my, in my heart that I have not let go this morning? Let your message speak. In the name of Jesus, I let them go. Open my eyes in Jesus' name. Now, tell God what you want God to do for you this morning. Tell him what you want him to do for you. Lift up your voice. It's a new week. Are you trusting God for job? Are you trusting God for open door? Are you trusting God for miracle, for visitation? Whatever thing you believe in God for, go ahead. Open your mouth this morning and tell him what you desire from him. Begin to give him the glory. Begin to give him the honor. Thank you for answers to your prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you are sick in your body, lay your hand upon that part of your body and the rest of us will stretch forth our hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for your word that you have brought unto us this morning, the forgiving Christian. Lord, I pray this morning, let this word mix with faith in our heart. As we go out in this way, this brand new way, Father, in the name of Jesus, is there anyone who perhaps that, are still, that, that may be in our heart that we don't even know we are still holding them in our mind? This morning, I pray, open the eyes of everyone in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, the grace to forgive and to let go grant unto your children in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask this morning, Father, even as your children put this work to work, let miracle begin to happen in their life. By the time we meet tomorrow, they will have testimony that that long-awaited miracle has been granted because they are forgiven in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray as many that are sick or feeble, Lord Jesus, among your children, let it be well with them. Be healed in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord prosper you. 
the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. It shall be well with your going in and coming out. The Lord will order your step in this way, and you will hear good news. The Holy Spirit will show you the way to go. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank God for your life. When you are coming in tomorrow, invite somebody. The Lord bless you. Go ahead and forgive as many that hold you, that you have been holding in mind, and it shall be well with you. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and prosper you. God bless you.